Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. Give or take a year or two, we're about 2,025 years or so out from the time that Jesus was actually born. So our reference for thinking of that first Christmas is always looking back, way back into the past. But I want you to consider what it might have been like for those first ones to get the news that their Messiah had come. We associate hope with Christmas because uh, Jesus is our hope, but we need to understand just how much hope there was when Jesus first arrived to that inner group who were in on it. What began as a single promise from God to Abraham, that of being God's people, and of having a land just for them, of generations of God's blessings, and, of course, one who would come through Abraham that would bless the entire world. That promise was now, by the time Jesus came, was now almost 2,000 years old. It was a history of battles, of slavery, of exodus, of great prosperity and power, of captivity, then God's deliverance again. By the time the announcement of Jesus' birth came, There were no more kings for at least six centuries before. There were no prophets for four centuries. It was as if God had just gone silent. And now, Israel lived under occupation by the world's greatest power, the empire of Rome. It is into that setting that God shows up. And through an angel says this to Mary in Luke 1, verses 30 through 33. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus, God's salvation. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. Mary, you're going to give birth to the promised one. Finally, he is coming, and he will be the great one. He will sit on David's throne forever. You will name him Jesus because he is God's salvation. All that was seemingly lost, long forgotten, hidden now by oppression, like a hopeful dream put away a long time ago, it was actually happening. God was making good on his promise. The Savior, Messiah, and King was going to be born. And God's people were going to be saved. I want you to appreciate how, for that those few that God let in on what he was doing, what excitement, what hope they had in the coming of Jesus. It's not hard to get to a similar place as the Jews were 2,000 years ago. Life just happens. Stuff happens. So many dreams and hopes that once fueled your life or motivated you to move forward and endure hard things are like distant memories, difficult realities, unplanned outcomes. They drain our hopes and they crush our dreams. It's even possible to to lower or even do away with altogether any dreams or expectations and reason, what's the use? Why bother? It's just another day of the same thing. Friend, can I remind you that when you least expect God to show up as often when he does, When it is darkest or most fearful or least likely, God hasn't stopped being God and he hasn't stopped carrying out his plans and purposes in your life. 
It's in those moments and seasons when you need God to break through and for Jesus to show up. Just know that in God's timing, he does. He always does. He keeps his promises, and he breaks through. One great difference that we have that those first to hear the news didn't have is that right now, though you may not see him doing anything, he is with you, and he is working out his perfect plan. Put your hope in him. Trust him. He will show up. Let me pray that for you. Father, may your son, your daughter, find encouragement in the reality that you keep every promise, including I will never leave you nor forsake you, and also the reality that I am with you, and may their hope be solidly in Jesus, the one who shows up in your perfect timing. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.